0: Mystic Pizza is based off a a pizza place in what's called Mystic, Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts
1: stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. Pizza in Mystic, Connecticut. And that's
0: who this film is based on. And we're going to take it
1: minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about this pizza. This is perfect. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Charlie, uh, we just watched Death Becomes Her. Oh, yeah. And uh, Adam Stork was in it.
0: Was a little surprised to see him pop up there. Yeah, he was. Very brief scene. He was uh, Meryl Streep's. Young boyfriend. Yeah. Her boy toy.
1: Yeah, Here boy toy. Um, Pretty good. I think he put on like a Brooklyn accent in that or something. Unless yeah. he's actually from Brooklyn and in Mystic Pizza he's putting on a mystic accent.
0: I don't think he has a mystic accent in this movie. <laughs> totally got a mystic accent.
1: Um, Who would you say has the most <laughs> mystic accent in Mystic Pizza?
0: Well, see, I, I don't know. Do you know anyone from Connecticut? What do they talk like up there?
1: Yeah, we would just have to find the actor who lives.
0: Probably just a New England kind of thing. It's like Maine, but like not as severe, maybe.
1: Yeah, I hear they can't say the word Lily Taylor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, why, so let's get into that for a second. Why is Lily Taylor hard to say, in your opinion? I don't
1: know. Just every time I try to put it into a sentence, I always end up saying Lily Taylor. Yeah, it's it's like. It's
0: like it's one of those words like rural, where like uh, you know, it's kinda, yeah, where you just kind of get lost in the middle. Rural. It doesn't roll. Subtle. Off the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it rolls
2: under the tongue and to the sides. Juror, yeah. juror, juror. Lily Taylor.
1: Or uh, Lily horror. Taylor. Horror.
2: Lily yeah, it's, it's one of those two, words it's you, no. Lily tale, you know, it's like Lily Tail. You know, three Taylor. L's in very close proximity to each other.
1: You have to hit like every beat, or you know, you you fail the word. <laughs>
2: Maybe you should think
0: of it as like four separate words. Be like Lil, Lee, Tail, Er. Well, now you're just making me do extra work. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Lil, Lil, This is a Mystic Pizza Minute. This is a podcast in which we talk about the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, Mystic Pizza, one minute at a time, having never seen it before. I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And with us today, we are once again joined by... Levi Puffin. Welcome back, Levi. Thanks for having me back. So, uh, what do you think about this movie, Levi? <laughs> uh, I mean,
2: so far it's—I uh, mean, it's really hard to form an opinion based on two minutes. It's really um, hard
0: to form an opinion based off of like a hundred hours, because like, uh, cause we're still not
2: sure. That's why I was asking. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, think it's, it's probably good. Not winning any awards, but you know, it doesn't I seem like a bad movie. I think it won a few movie. awards. <laughs> Did
1: it? Uh, Independent Spirit Award for Best First Feature oh. goes to Donald Petrie.
0: <laughs> well, Wait, this was Donald Petrie's first I stand feature? corrected. <laughs> first feature, yeah. He of uh, the grumpy old man, and grumpier old man, and Richie rich. And uh, my life in ruins. <laughs> so uh, this is minute 86. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nice little separation between the minutes, uh, oftentimes. Well, anyway. Um... Do you want me to do it? Yeah, sorry. Hold on. Um, so, yeah, it's a
1: continuation from the last minute where... Um, mm-hmm. Daisy was at the Arujo <laughs> household. She goes outside. Her mom's working on the car. And uh, she says that she can't take her mom to uh, the potluck that she was going to. Mm-hmm. Because Charlie invited Daisy to uh, dinner at his parents to meet Charlie's parents.
0: Yeah, so she asks her about, or she mentions that to her. And then she's like, what do you think about that? Yeah. And she was actually fine
1: with not being able to go to a potluck because she could get another ride. So Daisy was like, what do you mean by that? Or no, wait, uh, what does she ask her? She's like, uh, yeah, what do you think about that? And she's like, it's fine.
0: And then she says, no, I mean, what do you think about Charlie? Now, what do you think she was actually, like, what was Daisy's motive in asking her? Like, what did she want her mom to say? I think she uh, overall
1: wanted to assure herself that she's right about her mom. Yeah? You know? Okay,
0: that's that was a good answer. Like, <laughs> that was a better is, uh... answer
2: than I was expecting. <laughs> so is a... Is there... Her mom has always given her shit for things, I assume, yeah. throughout the movie. Mom's always given her
1: shit, so in this scene, she's like, I'm going to ask Cap'n my mom, mom
2: one last time what she thinks, and if she
1: says the wrong thing, <laughs> I'm going to kill her.
2: I'm going to murder her
1: <laughs> with a pizza cutter. I'm going to put her in the pizza. <laughs> Serve her to Hector plus shit. Anyway, um, so yeah, her mom That'd says... a great ending to the movie. <laughs> her mom says that uh, she doesn't really like Charlie, because he's, number one, not Portuguese, number two, not Catholic...
0: Now, I was saying that it's interesting that she mentions uh, the Portuguese aspect because uh, I was telling you, Levi, that previous guests on the show who have seen the trailer of this movie have uh, informed us that it heavily plays up the Portuguese heritage
2: aspect of this movie, which is In what manner does it do that, though? Do do you know? See... Were they descriptive? No,
0: uh, just multiple people have said that I can't... Yeah, I can't say for sure. Like how, like yeah, how do we, you we can't play speak that for the trailer
1: because we've never seen the trailer.
0: Well, my, my theory on it, though, I have a theory <clears throat> about the trailer, is okay. that maybe this was not a contemporary trailer to the actual release of the movie. Maybe this was like a DVD release or something. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was a DVD release that happened to come out shortly after the My Big Fat Greek Wedding movie. <laughs> yeah. And maybe they were like... Well, what other kind of, like, ethnic, romantic comedies do we have in the can that we could sell these, like, ethnic, romantic, comedy-hungry people? Yeah. They were like, this is the original Fat Greek Wedding. Right, yeah. I was
1: actually thinking of that earlier. I would throw, uh, you know, some of Donald Petri's movies into that, uh, you know, culture Hollywood kind of movie, you know, like like The Greek Wedding and,
0: uh, My Life in Ruins. I gotta say, though, like... Yeah, no, I think if people hadn't mentioned that it was mentioned in the trailer, that would not have stood out to me at all, or it would have been slightly odd, but, like, you know.
2: Mm -hmm. See, I I took it a totally different way, knowing absolutely nothing about it, and maybe I'm making a poor assumption here, but it almost almost sounded like, with the tone she was using, it almost sounded like after she said he's not Catholic, she was mentioning things that her mother wouldn't like about him. Mm -hmm. That was the impression I got from her tone, so I was even more confused, thinking, like, does her mom really hate Portuguese people? Because like, I uh, thought she was oh, yeah. saying, like, oh, no, well, at least he's not these things. Uh-huh. That's the impression I got, so I was a little confused at that point. <laughs> what, what was the other thing that she said? It was like, he's not Portuguese, he's not... I'd not Portuguese, them, not
1: Catholic, and, yeah, she said something else. What I didn't really catch it, though. I There's thought
2: somebody thing. else might,
0: so I didn't really listen. <laughs> I wrote, not Catholic, not Portuguese, etc." Etc. Okay.
2: So there was, but the, so there was another thing, and I can't remember what it was. But it sounded like a thing that her mom yeah wouldn't like about him. That she was again like I thought she was going the other direction. Like what at least he's not these things.
0: What wouldn't like? He's kind of preppy. Uh huh. Maybe that was like
2: oh, know. not poor. That's what she said. Not
0: poor. There we go. Not yeah, poor. That's what it was. We worked it out. But wait, that seems like a weird thing for your mom to complain about. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think like we're why are either. you dating poor people? Well, yeah, yes, yeah. they're definitely supposed to be poor. Some of them, <laughs> right. Some of the like yeah, we tackled that. the way they have communicated that to us in the year 2018 might not exactly like uh, translate perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, what,
2: what's with all the lobster then? Oh, <laughs> because well, they're, they're poor like food. She, uh, mm-hmm. Her
0: mom works at like a lobster. Oh, so she, yeah, so she she get, like got it. They're okay. like the lobster hub of the world, basically. So <laughs>
2: everybody eats lobster.
0: Lobster hub of the
1: world. What uh? What do we eat a lot of around here?
2: Um, steaks, steaks. Steak. 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 The just just red meat, I think Red I, meat and bread Pretzels
0: Yeah, the the pretzels thing is weird Because, like, uh, you know Other parts of the country have pretzels But, like, they don't have the kind of pretzels that we have Yeah Like, uh, which is really weird when you realize that Like, uh, my brother lives in, like, Florida now And he's always hankering for, like, a Philadelphia-style pretzel uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like what? Well,
2: I, uh, I know people from, like, you know The middle of the country that have never had a pretzel Like, just soft pretzel Like, uh-huh. they've had, like, obviously bag pretzels mm-hmm. Sure, pretzels, yeah but- Like, it's hard to come by a good pretzel. Like, me and a friend actually ran around the Philly area trying to find a a pretzel for his girlfriend when she came to visit. (laughs) Because (laughs) he was like, you have to try a Philly pretzel. But it was late, and we couldn't find one anywhere.
0: Yeah. It's weird, because for me, like, a pretzel is just kind of a thing I eat when I don't want to eat, like, a real meal or something. I'm like, well, you know, this is too early for, like,
2: dinner or whatever. Maybe I'll just grab a soft pretzel. Or, you know... Oh, I do that all the... You have no idea... Every time I get I go to Primal to get shisha, <laughs> I stop at the Philly Pretzel Factory on the way back and get like three pretzels and a soda. That's like my. I also poor stop man's at lunch. the
0: the Pretzel Factory at Jefferson Station on my way home from work <laughs> frequently. I don't even get the regular pretzels; though. I go for the Pretzel Dog combo. Oh, uh, mm. Pretzel Dog! Yeah, that's like a thing that I can stuff into my face quickly, like before I get onto
2: a train. Yeah. Sometimes you just need like a filling, you know, thing in your stomach to just so you don't have to worry about eating until later again.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, I don't want food. I want, like, something that's, like, a piece of cake. I
2: just want to not be hungry right now. hmm Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about getting into Soylent, actually, for that reason. <laughs> like, sometimes I just am, like, I wish I wasn't hungry, but I don't feel like eating necessarily. Mm-hmm. If only there was some sort of, like, translucent paste that I could be ingesting instead. Right. Now, I should buy some Soylent and, like, report it on the show. I think I've mentioned it before. Do it. So, after... She goes through this list of reasons that she doesn't like him or whatever. Uh, then she kind of continues her lecture and she's like, "I might have missed a line or two here." but... Well, Daisy is like, uh, she kind of
1: repeats back to her mom what she said about Charlie. Like, mm-hmm. he's, she's not like he's not this, he's not that. Like, what does he have to be?
0: Nothing's ever good enough for you, basically.
1: Yeah, basically. And uh, Daisy's mom is like, "What do I know anyway?" You know, like. And then she says, uh, "You think I always looked like this?" And uh, I wrote a note that says, "She looks all right."
2: Like, well, I was thinking the same thing. Not bad for her age, whatever. Yeah, it, exactly. For, like, working
0: h- long hours at, like, a you know a lobster. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's she's looking pretty good. She's she's looked less... Like, there was one part where, uh, when Charlie first showed up in the house, and I think that was the mom. I'm still not even mm-hmm. 100% sure. Yeah, so. I think in the scenes where you think it might be the mom, it's the mom. <laughs> yeah, but there was just, like, an old woman there, and I was like... Perhaps it was just the context, like, you know, here we're Mm. seeing her next to a car that's, like, up on a a jack, as if she's been working on it, and in the lobster cannery scenes, she's just kind of, you know, working on an assembly line, but when I saw her in that scene, she was just, you know, hanging out in the the burka lounger or whatever. Right, right.
1: But, uh, yeah, so they got this, um, I looked up her uh, name, Joanna Merlin is the uh, actress who plays Mrs. Mm Arujo, and that's all she's in the credits as,
0: Mrs. Arujo. they didn't even give her a name. That's interesting. but um, I kind of like that, though, because like, sometimes you're reading the credits and you're just like, well, who the hell is that? Like, uh, mm. Arturo. Like, I don't remember there being an Arturo. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, uh, I like it when they're like, you know. Actually, in this movie, though, the Hector Pluchet character isn't listed as Hector Pluchet.
1: Oh, yeah. He's not listed as Hector Pluchet. He's listed as... Uh, like the, the Everyday f- Gromund. Yeah, the Everyday Grimund. Huh. Which isn't even the name of his show.
0: Yeah, it's like fireside gourmand. Yeah, perhaps that was like a, a last minute change. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to the bottom of all that soon. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I. You think I always looked like this? There was guys like sniffing around. I yeah, I, I was best. gonna say. Well, they hired uh,
1: Joanna Miller to play this old woman in Mystic Pizza. Oh yeah, sorry. But I think they hired like a fifty year
0: old to play an eighty year old. Is a the thing they're just like I you think know her age is just really. Unclear, honestly. Like fifty, honestly, makes more sense for how old these characters are, mm-hmm. because you know Daisy and Cat are what eighteen and 21. early twenties. Yeah. Uh, so you know, she probably had Daisy and Cat when she
1: was like twenty-seven. Yeah, that's how
0: old my mom was when she had me, right? <laughs> but yeah, they,
1: uh, you know, poor Joanna Merlin, like they just gave her like a ball of yarn and were like, "You look like an old person now." Hmm. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was a neat... A little bit of a thankless role, baby. A little bit of a thankless role.
0: <laughs> so was she in anything
1: else, though? Uh, yeah, uh, she was in a couple other thankless roles. Uh, she was in Homeland as Grandma. She was in <laughs> Ten Commandments as Jethro's daughter. Which Ten Commandments? Uh, all of them. All ten of them. Uh-huh. All Ten Commandments. And she was in Law and Order, because everyone in Mystic Pizza was
0: in Law and Order. Well, every, everyone, Everyone, everyone in period. Everything was yeah, in law. <laughs> yeah. Some Law and Order or another. There's, like, six of them now. It's, a, it's an institution. Um, so. It's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's basically comparing herself to her daughter. She's like, you know, I was also a looker once, too, but the difference <clears throat> between you and me is I didn't jump in the back of every sports car that came yeah. along. Right. Uh, you know, slut-shaming her daughter a little she bit. So I have
2: sense, which is, like, even yeah, because, more uh, brutal, in my mm, opinion, because, like, right? you have no sense.
0: And like she's going to go meet this guy's parents. Like she's doing the opposite of the thing that she's accused of. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, like yeah. for once Daisy is going out and doing something like conventionally normal, you uh-huh. know? And her mom's like, ah, oh, fuck you, slut. <laughs> because
2: uh she's Daisy, all hung up Daisy's Daisy nap- thing. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason
1: Daisy snaps back at her mom. She's like, You're <laughs> really good at this. And uh her mom says, What? And then Daisy says, uh uh something. I wrote slut shaming, but Making that wasn't like that wasn't her answer. Making her feel like shit. Yeah, that
0: was it. And then she goes on, she's like, Yeah, I cursed, I'm stupid, I'm a slut. Yeah. Like I'm always the bad one. I'm all these terrible things, Mom, but you know.
1: Nobody <clears throat> looks at all the good things I do. Did she say did she say that? No, but that yeah, was she was one. implied. It was implied. And then uh her mom says to her, All I want is you to make something of yourself and that's the end of the minute.
0: So what do you think her mom wants for her?
1: <coughs> to make something of herself. Like, what would
0: that be? I mean, I guess Daisy can't figure it out. Are we, uh, the audience, in a better position?
1: I would say that the mom uh, doesn't want her to end up the same way that she is, maybe? A lot of parents... That's so anything a, but typical. her, you know, is, yeah. like, pretty much her goal there. Like, and so she maybe, wants, she that,
0: wants That's to... why there's so much heat. Uh, praise being heaped upon Kat, because Kat is kind of... Like, you get the impression she might be the first person in her family to be going to college right. in Yale, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, so, but- yeah, Kat's, good. Kat's cool because she's going to at least be, like, a professor somewhere. Daisy's uh, cool if she's comfortable in the life she's in, mm. but, uh, like, not societally cool because she could be a lot better.
0: Still, it's a little, like, the mom's an interesting character here, or her, or her motivations are interesting. Because spe- specifically, I keep going back to the, uh, like, he's not poor, you uh-huh. know. Now, I I guess what she's really getting at is that there's cultural differences there. Right. Because that was, you know, on the tail end of a list of other cultural differences. Right. If you're not poor, you don't know, like, what a real person is. Right. According to poor people. But it's interesting because, Mm -hmm. like, traditionally, I would think that, like, uh, throughout much of human history, a mother would be thrilled that her daughter was being courted by, like, this, you know, rich person that just, like, happened to stumble into town. Uh Uh-huh. Like, um... So maybe she really does want something more for her, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, what what weird for me is that she goes, like, she makes, she makes the, this whole point about how she didn't make these mistakes, but at the same time her motivation seems to be mm-hmm. not having her daughter make certain mistakes that she made.
0: Like, a lot of people in Mystic seem to want to get the hell out of Mystic. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of a recurring sort <clears throat> yeah. of... Well, well like, here's it, what her mom wants for
1: her, um, you know, the whole poor thing. Like, she doesn't want a rich guy to come snatch up Daisy, because... That isn't Daisy making something of herself. That's Daisy becoming someone mm. else's thing. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, a rich person who snatches up a poor person, that might
0: just be a fling for that rich person.
1: And no, then so you're gonna, saying that, like... They're going to ship out and leave that person back where they were. There's, like, a power
0: imbalance in the relationship inherently.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it turns out Charlie's actually a pretty cool dude, so... I do Yeah, don't... Charlie, like, seems to want to be more like Daisy, not like, yeah. the other way around, kind yeah. of. Yeah. So you can see where Kat's mom is coming from, Daisy's mom, Daisy Cat's mom.
0: So uh, what about but, the Catholic um, thing? You're ultimately, Catholic, she's Windsor. wrong in like two ways. Would your parents be upset if you were dating a non-Catholic girl? Uh, <laughs> that no. That was a joke. I think it might be noticed by
1: like my mom or something because my mom was like raised super Catholic, but she wouldn't care. She would just be like, huh, oh, he's not Catholic.
0: I've never personally been the target of this, but I do know people in my family who uh like you know have had their parents be like, "You know you should date a Jewish
2: person mm-hmm. you know um i mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't have to worry about that well, I mean my dad's not Jewish, so it's not like they can mm-hmm. give me shit and I also think about the same thing with my with my girlfriend because she's half Asian and like so her parents are mixed race, so it's like Mm-hmm. No one can give a shit for anything for us being together, you know what I mean? Because both of our parents are, did the thing <laughs> that mm-hmm. we're doing.
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: yeah, cool. Like, it must suck to have, like, your parents, like, disapprove <laughs> of a
0: relationship. I've never really had that happen. Yeah, what a setback, too, because it's, like, so
1: small a thing, but it could just, like, stop a relationship with your parents dead in its yeah. tracks, you know?
2: I mean, I, I don't think I could have, a like, a really solid relationship with a girl if I didn't get along with her parents, or vice versa. Like, yeah. That's a whole aspect of your life that's not there, if you're not, like, going to your parents' house for dinner or having yeah, a over or point. whatever.
0: Like, uh, most of my more successful, like, long-term relationships have definitely
2: involved, like, befriending the parents and stuff. So, if like, you think, like, in a case like that, how... Serious as a parent have to be about their religion or about their belief in order to make that a thing. You know what I mean? Because it's always the up to the parents to be like, "I don't approve."
0: Well, it's interesting because, like, from our like vantage point in the year twenty eighteen, like, we Mm -hmm. think one thing I've noticed about this movie, specifically Bill's character, kind of has some like slight religious sort of aspirations to him, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't seem like a like religious nut. And nowadays, Mm -hmm. okay. He just seems like a kind of normal guy who just has maybe some, like, slightly old-fashioned ways of looking at things. Which is, like, not a thing that I personally come in contact with very much these days. It's either people are cool or they're just totally the (laughs) fucking worst, you know? I had, uh, sort of a thing like that happen to me
1: at work. We have, uh, there's this driver at my work that I'm kind of friends with. uh Uh-huh. But, like, I was like, hey, I'm going to look that guy up on Facebook. Because, like, I think I saw his profile picture or something. I was like, hey, it's that guy. I'm going to friend him. Super religious. And I was like, ah! <laughs> like, oh, man, I shouldn't have although, became friends with this guy. I also because- wonder
2: if for, like, Vincent his character if it's more malicious. Like, again, being in 2018 and having a, a little bit more uh, understanding of, like, mel- mel- toxic, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. masculinity or whatever. Uh, it's like that the idea of a guy because like let's you know historically typically it's you know at least in recent America it's the woman that's the one that wants to settle down have the kids Mm. when the guy's in that scenario you have to wonder does he want this because it's religious it's just what he wants or is it because he feels the need to control her you know what I mean that Mm -hmm. could be a thing and and not to make a judgment because of the fact that he's played by Vincent (laughs) D'Onofrio but he does have particular roles that he's best suited for and that could be part of his you know motivation there Right. not to, you know, jump off this, <laughs> this, this isn't even about No, no, this minute, no, no. That's,
0: that's fine No, I think there's actually some interesting parallels there because, like, much like uh, like Daisy's mom kind of doesn't want the same thing that she had uh, mm. for her like, Bill very specifically does want what his parents had, you mm. know, like he, he I mentioned to you when we were kind of recapping the movie beforehand, but he named his boat after uh, Jojo, yeah. and mm. that boat I believe it was probably his father's boat. I don't know how like boat like ownership goes, I but think so. he mentions at one point that when his dad married his mom, she uh, he named the boat after her. So you know he's just kind of like the next step in this. He's very comfortable with where he is. Yeah, he's uh-huh. just
2: following the t- the tradition, so to speak. Yeah, he's like
0: a uh, Bluto
1: kind of character, and or I, you could say a Popeye.
0: And I think like that's... Uh, all he really needs is like his wife and his boat. I think that's actually a source of some of, like, an unspoken source of some of the conflict going on between Bill and Jojo is because mm-hmm. he wants to stay in Mystic, and she wants to get the hell out. Mm-hmm. You know? But wouldn't know where to go if she tried. Mm-hmm. So, uh... So maybe she is
2: just using him for his dick. Maybe.
0: I mean, like, I mean, she sort
2: of... Doesn't If she doesn't want to stick around and she knows he does, then she can't... does she thinks she's going to convince him to... Leave Mystic if he's like got this whole thing going on that he's in love with this lifestyle. You know, if
1: that was like the last line of Mystic Pizza, it is pans to JoJo and she's like, "I love that guy's dick."
2: (laughs) Did it for the dick.
1: Did it for the D man. Did (laughs) not for you. Did it for the D. (laughs) D Did (laughs) not. Who won the minute?
0: Probably Daisy. Yeah, I said Daisy. She was was right. Hell off her mom.
2: She was right. Her mom was wrong. Well I, th- I think like she said she very intentionally said shit. Like she just wanted another thing to call her mom out on and be like, Oh yeah, I curse, so what? You know. Yeah, it's
0: weird. It really is
2: kind of like she came out there to the stir up shit with her mom. which is weird.
0: In her mom's
1: defense though, uh Daisy is always coming to her mom with like bullshit problems and like she finally comes to her with like something as well, what do you mean? Something that's not a problem at all, you know? What bullshit problems? Well, just things like, you know, teenage problems growing up. Oh, sure. And her mom just gives her the same speech over and over again. Like, you're a slut, shut up. So, yeah, I was about to ask, do you think (laughs) this is like, uh, is this a recurring (laughs)
0: argument that they've had, you think? Yeah, I think so. We haven't gotten to see it, but.
1: I think her mom's giving her the same thing she gives to, like, uh, you know, every question she has.
0: It's weird how like specifically you know your parents or your elder relatives like you'll oftentimes find yourself reverting to the same old kind of conversations mm-hmm. and rhythms mm-hmm. like it's kind of part of the, like a lot of my family that like resides in Florida and I part of the reason I hate going down there is because it's just like I'm transformed back into like a kid yeah. and, you know like I, I start like getting into the same old like weird power struggle with like my grandparents of all people right. You know? where I'm just, like, I'm basically doing the Daisy thing in this scene or I'm, like, rubbing their face and, like, you know. Right. And they're doing the mom
1: thing by uh, just having, like, a preloaded answer. Mm. But uh, the problem inherent there is, uh, what do you call it, preloaded answer. Yep.
0: <laughs> the
2: preloaded uh, answer is the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, I lost my train of thought. So,
0: like... Th- <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the sibling aspect of this a little bit more before we uh, end up. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, again, she's comparing herself to uh, Kat, uh, like, disfavorably, or, you know, she's trying to claim her part of the pie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, w- what about you guys? With your siblings, do you have, uh, have you had, like, is there a good person and a bad person? Uh,
1: no, we, we all suck. Me we we and Me and my brothers and sisters.
2: Yeah, at this point, I think... All of us are the worst. (laughs) Growing up, me and my brother definitely did switcheroos back and forth. I was shitty when I was younger. He was shitty when he was a teenager. I was shitty in college when he got better. And now we're both just kind of like, we're just doing our thing and our parents don't don't care. Like, they don't... They've never, not once since I've been in my 20s, tried to, like, tell me, oh, you should do this in your life. Mm -hmm. They just stopped trying because they know we won't listen.
0: (laughs) With my brother and me, I think, uh, like, I was the good one growing up. Uh but like that's definitely like swapped because you know, like <laughs> I'm here with like my Mystic Pizza podcast and he's like, you know, got a good career with wife and kid and stuff, you know. <laughs> like when when he moved down to Florida to be near his like, you know, uh his like in laws. My mom like moved down because she wanted to be near the grandkid and I was just like well, that's it for me. You yeah, know. You're like, I, got nothing,
2: I got nothing to offer you up here, so yeah. Farewell.
0: Like my favoritism has ended.
1: I like, got a
2: cat. <laughs> I
1: think this is why I uh, I relate most with uh, Daisy and Mystic Pizza. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a little bit of a Daisy. I just work at a pizza place, and I'm fine with that. Mm. <laughs> and you literally uh, but there's okay. like I have like family members who are telling me like you could be a millionaire, you know. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'm making pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a little bit of a reputation sexually. Yeah, I have a sexual reputation in to the that, town yeah. of Media. Jimmy mm-hmm. Crickets, talk of the town. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just want to stay there. I'm
0: cool. I can afford my rent. I'm good. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you, just like can't Daisy. Can you afford your rent? The fact that you just brought that up just makes me think that you can't afford your rent a little bit. Well, isn't that what like working is for? I Isn't guess. that why you work to I'm afford I'm the wrong rent? person to ask about that.
1: <laughs> I work to afford my rent and I can. I don't need uh, I don't need your filthy stinking money. I rely on luck and the kindness of strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh charisma. Charisma <laughs> is currency.
0: All right. Well, uh, that's going to just about do it for this episode. Thanks again, Levi, for uh, showing up to our scrappy little podcast here. All right, you mm-hmm. got it. Uh, thanks to Steve Richardson for uh, Richardson for editing this fine program and Lily thank you, Taylor, Lily, Lily Taylor, Taylor always. Uh, and thanks, Bungler, for the uh, awesome theme song. And thanks to all the listeners. Thank you, America. Thank you, Jesus Christ, and this podcast. <laughs> Come back to Twitter, Vincent D'Onofrio. Come back, we need you. Yeah,
1: we had a thing going.